Welcome to Walking Moose Podcast. My name is Meg, my dog's name is Moose, and I'm taking time out from walking him to chat it up with you. Hello everyone. On today's episode, we are going to talk about three authors that I'm going to hopefully convince you to pick up for some great summer reads. Now, here's my thought process on this, just so that we're totally clear. My thought process is I'm going to give you an overview today of these three authors, and then the next three episodes, I'm going to take each author individually, and we're going to dig deep, and we're going to talk about the books, we're going to talk about the food that would accompany these books, we're going to talk about the drinks that would accompany the books, and it's going to be fantastic. I think you're going to have a great time with this. This is something I've wanted to do for a while. So, on this episode of Walking Moose, we are going to talk about Mary Stewart, we're going to talk about John Dixon Carr, and we're going to talk about Barbara Michaels and why you should be reading them this summer. Right now, I've got some stats to start off with, and I'm using my new standing desk, which is very cool. I want to give a shout out to whoever invented this. This is amazing. I love the standing desk. So, If you're able to get one, fantastic. Just give it a try. So that's my little plug for the standing desk people, whoever they are. All right. So first, we're going to talk about Mary Stewart. And I got some stats on her. She is a very popular novelist. Um, She lived for a long time in the West Highlands of Scotland. She wrote prolifically. All three authors were very prolific writers. And so you can kind of break her stuff down into, she has an Arthurian saga, Arthurian, I think I said that right, it's about King Arthur. And then she has her standalone novels, which those are the ones that I'm most familiar with, the standalone novels. And then she's got some short stories, and then she also did some um, children's, kind of children's books and everything, which honestly I should read and I haven't read. But she was um, very suspenseful. She did a lot of suspense. I wouldn't say that they're particularly gothic, but they're romantic suspense and they're mystery. That's where we're going to put her. We're going to put her in that romantic suspense and mystery. Okay, so our second one is John Dixon Carr. And I have some great stories about his books, by the way. Just so you know, get excited. So he was writing, um, gosh, around in the 30s, the 30s and 40s. And again, very prolific. He was an American. And he's got, the way his books work is that he's got these detectives. He is 100% mystery writer. And he's a master of what they call the locked room mystery, which we will get into that in a little bit. And I think I talked about that a little bit with Mary Roberts Reinhardt, but he's really the master of it. He's really hands down. So he has these different detectives. So Dr. Gideon Fell is my all-time favorite. He is my favorite. And then he has Henri Bellocon, uh, French, French guy, if you couldn't get that. And then he has standalones. So he has some standalone uh, novels and everything. And some of those are a little, 
little wonky, a little, you kind of just wonder what, what was going through his mind on these. They were good. I'm not saying they weren't good, but he's very, um, he's mystery. And I would say a little bit supernatural. He's got a little bit of a supernatural element into it. Number three is Barbara Michaels. She was the very first author that I remember getting a book of hers and reading absolutely everything I could find on hers. I didn't read them in order. It's just everything I could find on her. She writes under her name, Barbara Michaels, and then she also writes under the pen name, the pseudonym of Elizabeth Peters. And so the way you divide it up, should you be wanting to divide it up, is that the Barbara Michaels stuff is going to be your gothic, supernatural, romantic suspense kind of thing. And then your Elizabeth Peters stuff is going to be more, it's more of got it more of an Egyptian feel. Um, not all of it though, not all of it is an Egyptian feel, but she does have a very big series um, that takes place in Egypt, but she also does historical mystery. So her um, Elizabeth Peters information, her Elizabeth Peters books are historical fiction. <clears throat> Excuse me. So let me go back. So we've got Mary Stewart, Romantic Suspense and Mystery, Scottish Woman, Scottish Arthur, author. We've got John Dixon Carr, Mystery Solid, Solid in the Mystery Camp, American author. And then we've got Barbara Michaels slash Elizabeth Peters. Barbara Michaels, we're going to talk gothic fiction. And Elizabeth Peters, we are going to talk historical mystery. So that's the overview. And I'm going to talk to you about how these are great summer reads and just some fun things that you can do with these authors. Well, that sounds weird, doesn't it? Because they're deceased. So I don't mean it in any kind of creepy way. But let me just take a breath here and get my notes together and then we'll dive back in. Now we have three authors for your summer read. But what is a summer read? And why is it different from a winter read or a fall read or a spring read? Well, let's talk about that. Okay, so first off, I think that everybody is pretty familiar with the term a summer read. And to me, that term means something a little bit lighter, um, something a little bit less of import, Um, of importance, you would kind of put it like that. But I actually sort of, even as I'm thinking about it, disagree with that. Because I think that a summer read can be, if you want to read all of the Greek plays or something during the summer, I think that a summer read is really, it should be defined as almost a, either a fun, frivolous read, stuff you're not even going to remember after a year to the next summer, you won't remember it or a project read. And I want to put my three authors in both of those categories. Fun, fluff, hopefully you'll remember, but also a project read. They're summer reads and fun reads because they're adventurous, they're exciting, they take place in a lot of different fun locations. Um, They are not very moralistic, if at all. Barbara Michaels and Mary Stewart have very pretty traditional, they have pretty traditional roles between men and women and everything. And John Dickinson Carr doesn't really have any romance in it at all. You will have the guy and the girl oftentimes at the end getting married because that's just what they do. But nobody cares about that. That's not part of the story. So whatever, you can brush over that if you need to. 
but they're fun because they're going to transport you. You are going to be transported. When you start reading Mary Stuart, you are going to be on the islands of Greece or in the Scottish Highlands or in the Middle Eastern deserts or in the French Pyrenees. You're going to be there. When you start reading John Dickinson Carr, you're going to be in the creepy house with the creeping do- the creaking door and the thunder and lightning outside, and you're going to be going right along with the detective and figuring it out, and it's going to be very atmospheric. And then when you're with Barbara Michaels, you're going to see some spooky stuff through the trees, out of the fog, or if you're reading Elizabeth Peters, which is, again, Barbara Michaels, just under a pseudonym, you're going to be discovering treasures and, you know, running off into the Egyptian pyramids and everything. So they're very, very fun. But now, but I also said that they were project reads. Why are they project reads? They're project reads because Part of the absolute fun of these authors is finding their work, finding their paperbacks. If you can find a hardback, good for you. But you, if you just check it out from the library, you're kind of missing a little bit of the fun. And I want to go back into the reaches of time and tell you about John Dickinson Carr in particular and how my love affair with him started and part of the fun of him. So give me just a sec. Sidebar, I keep saying give me just a sec because I have to keep stopping to take a drink of water or I will cough. Um, I don't have a cold. I don't have any illness or anything like that. It's just a very windy day here in Okie Dokie and that pollen is flying around and flying right down my throat. So John Dickinson Carr. Okay, years and years ago, Back in the annals of time, <laughs> before before recorded history, I was trolling around in a used bookstore as I want to do. And I found this little paperback, this little John Dickinson car paperback, and it was called Hag's Nook. And, and we'll talk about his stuff. I want to talk more about Hag's Nook, what I'm doing specifically the John Dickinson car episode. But I found this little paperback, I found Hag's Nook, and I took it home and I read it and wow, it just blew me away. I really loved it. So I Googled this person. Um, It was back in the annals of time, but we did still have Google. I Googled this person and he's really out of print. He's really out of print, but he's not super expensive. He's not, it's not like somebody that, you know, is a grand discovery if you find his stuff. But part of the fun for me became finding his books. And I actually have a whole stack. I've counted it up. I have over 20 of his books that I have just found over the years in different little used bookstores and little places all over the country. If you're traveling this summer, pop in to one of those wonderful independent booksellers of which, you know, their numbers are dwindling, so we need to support them. Pop in there and find something amazing because you will. You will find something amazing. So that kind of got me started on that. And then when I was in high school, 
that was probably when I was in junior high. I found John Dickinson Carr. But when I was in high school, I discovered Barbara Michaels. And totally by chance, I think she was a school library book. I think I, I first was exposed to her work through a school library book. And the very first, oh, no, it wasn't. It was Steve's. Steve's Sundry, which was one of the best stores in the world. I'll have to do a Tulsa episode and talk to you about places like Steve's. But Steve's Sundry was a bookstore with a soda fountain. And it had been there forever. It's since gone out of business. But you could go and get a soda or a limeade or the most wonderful chicken salad sandwich you've ever had in your whole life. At the back of the store, it had a soda fountain, an old soda fountain. And the rest of the store was filled with books. So those were not used books. They were um, new books. But I got Be Buried in the Rain was the very first one of Barbara Michaels that I ever got. And I was riveted. Riveted, I tell you. It was, it was life-changing. And I'll talk to you about that during her episode. So then, you know, the years go by and I'm trolling around and I'm finding these books where I can and I'm buying them and everything. Sometimes they're not in great condition. Some of the best ones that I have actually have been gifted to people that I don't know. Like there's a little inscription on the inside and it says, you know, to Betty from Nancy, happy birthday or something like that. And then, of course, you have to wonder why Nancy was such a you-know-what to give it to the used bookstore. But maybe, maybe there are circumstances we don't know. Anyway, so you find the books. I'm finding the books, the John Dickinson Carr books, the Barbara Michaels books, and every book that I read is more fun and more thrilling. And it's, and I can't wait to go and explore and see if I can find these little hidden treasures. Then I came across Mary Stewart. Now, I came to Mary Stewart late in life. A lot of people were reading her much earlier. I was not familiar. Mary Stewart is... If nothing else, she is a stylish, stylish writer. Um, when you're reading a Mary Stewart, once you've read a couple, you will be able to pick her out. You, if they just gave you a couple of paragraphs, you'd be able to pick her out. But the thing with Mary Stewart is that she has got some of the most incredible artwork on her covers. Her covers are just amazing. And they're these wonderful period pieces and they're just fantastic. So I really think that Mary Stewart, if you could find some of the early stuff that came out, because they're reprinted, they get reprinted a lot. And sometimes they just slap on a cover that doesn't have anything to do with the story, but the original covers are gorgeous and beautiful. And I am going to recommend, I'm going to put in the show notes, a blog that you guys need to check out for Mary Stewart. And it's, it's an amazing blog. And she's got some wonderful art um, that she has found. So Mary, Stu- Mary Stewart didn't make the art, but for the book covers and everything. And again, it's just a little piece of history. It's a little piece of history in your hands. When you think about whoever got this but in particular, Mary Stewart book with the girl in the red coat and it was all trendy and everything like that. And somebody rushed home to read it. It's just amazing. So the project part of it is finding them. Now, don't cop out and get on Amazon and order a whole book lot of them because then I'll be disappointed in you. And that's not what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be getting out and finding the adventure of finding these things. Don't get on someplace, go on eBay and get the whole lot. You won't like them as much. They won't be as fun. 
So let's do summer 2021 right. Let's go searching for some fun stuff to read. Let's get out of our houses a little bit. Let's start moving back into the world and let's explore some of these really fun authors and let's do it together. And on my next episode, we're going to start with uh, John Dickinson Carr. He's going to be first up. First up, John Dickinson Carr. Barbara Michaels, you're on deck. So John Dickinson Carr first. We're going to go over some of my absolute faves. I'm going to have a recipe for you. I'm going to have the cocktail you need to read. Bardic, wait a second. Don't read a cocktail. What? Crazy talk. The cocktail you need to have to drink as we embark on our journey in the summer of 2021 with John Dickinson Carr. It's going to be fantastic. I will catch you next time. Thank you so much for joining us at the Walking Moose Podcast. Again, my name is Meg. My dog's name is Moose. You can check us out at www.walkingmoose.com where you can find all kinds of observations about a life in progress just like yours. So farewell, all Sane, and may the road always rise up to meet you.